Hello, and welcome to the Dutch movie <laughs> <laughs> film podcast. Okay. The Dutch American or whatever film cup. <clears throat> it is funny. What, what are we calling it? The Dutch yeah, film what, podcast? Yeah, what are we calling it again? Maybe we should listen back to the... I know, because I fuck it up in the first one. I say it all the different ways. Dutch okay. film <laughs> podcast. The I think we're because yeah, the then Dutch it's film podcast. Okay, because it's like <laughs> da 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 da. It is funny that we both can't remember it. That's not a good sign. I think Dutch film podcast sounds better. Okay, Dutch film. Podcast. Dutch movie pod. Dutch film podcast. Okay. Okay. Dutch film podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, we'll try it again. <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Dutch film podcast. My name is Gregory Marcus. And my name is Erik van Bemmelen. And I am not Dutch. And I am. And this is the podcast where we talk about Dutch movies. Yes, we do. Dutch films. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Dutch Film Podcast, but we're really talking about Dutch movies. Yeah. Well, so far. So far. This is episode two. We will say this is episode two, but maybe... This, this is episode two. Okay, episode two. And we are doing this because we are friends. We want to stay friends, ideally. Mm-hmm. Say something. Yeah, we'll we'll see how this how this goes when when discussing all the movies. Maybe after ten movies, we find out we're not friends anymore because we we like different stuff. The differ of yeah. opinion. It is something I'm nervous about. Like <laughs> you know, and I'm even okay. curious about how this one's going to go in terms okay. of how we feel about this, uh, how we feel about this movie. But this is the podcast where we talk talk about Dutch films. I am not Dutch. Eric is Dutch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Dutch films, they don't get a lot of attention. They don't get a lot of love. No. Even no. here. No, I don't, I don't think so. I agree. We've, yeah. been, we've been having a hell of a time even finding arguably very popular Dutch yeah. films True. to watch online. Like, you need to have it on DVD. Yeah, some of the movies you really need to have them on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. And those are not like the obscure movies we're talking about. It's, these are movies that are probably like 10 years old. Um, and were fairly popular. Popular when they came out. won awards. Yeah. Yeah, won awards even. Yeah. And well, abroad, I think the love for Dutch film is even less. Yeah. No. Well, one. we'll talk about this in the the movie we'll discuss today. We, the love, the, um, the Netherlands is getting, or should I say, the lack of love the Netherlands is getting. The movie we talk about today is really um, a defining cross-cultural analysis of Dutch-American relations. Maybe it's the perfect movie to discuss. I can't think of a better one <laughs> that kind of also embodies our relationship as me being American, and me you being, being Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. And uh, oh, what movie uh, are we watching? No, what's, uh, what's not okay. even talk about it yet. Okay. Because I think, we, you know, that the motivation for doing this is indeed... Maybe you're listening to this and you do live in America and you're like, what is a Dutch movie? Mm-hmm. Human Centipede is a Dutch movie. That might be the only one people know. <laughs> that would be a shame. It's probably one <laughs> of the most famous If there's one thing we can Dutch change films. doing this podcast <laughs> is that people know more movies than the Human Centipede. Maybe we'll even do Human Centipede. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a hundredth episode. I've read the synopsis like a thousand times and I haven't seen the movie once. I haven't seen it as well. Maybe we should then. Okay, maybe, you know, most popular, well-known Dutch film. But so we're hoping to give a little spotlight to these films that uh, people don't know about. And hopefully get to know something about what it means to be Dutch um, and how you as an American 
who's been living here for 10 years now, I think we've established Nine and a that. half, nine and, nine and, and a half. half. Um, how your grasp of Dutch culture um, aligns with the, the films that we make in the Netherlands. Yeah, do these movies show something about the Netherlands that I've noticed? Yeah, it's inherently noticed? Dutch. Yeah, yeah, that you know says something about this country. Yeah. And boy, howdy, does this movie <laughs> that we're about to talk about, which we have not said the name of yet, it is so revealing. Yeah. I loved it. I I was laughing out loud. Yeah, I was drunk while watching it. I was sober, and I have to say, I had a way better time than I expected. I I was nervous. People were saying like, "Oh, that movie that that movie's problematic," or "I haven't seen it since I was ten yeah. or you know. Yeah. Same for me. Yeah, and it was problematic. It has very problematic parts, but, but it yeah. had some really great jokes. I thought the acting was great. And I want to watch all of this guy's movies now. Nice, nice. Um, and oh, but mo- to- what are we talking about? What movie talking is about? Flutter in America. Flutter in America, 1992, by the man Dick Moss. Dickie. His second or third film. In the Flutter series? or No, in general. No, he's made movies before this. Yeah, okay. No, so no. He, he's most well known for, yeah, of course, the Flutter yeah. series. Enterprise, yeah, yeah. It turns into a television series after, there's, I think, the third movie. Yeah. There's three movies. There's a TV series. But he's also known for The, the Lift. Lift. Amsterdam. Ho- Amsterdam. And he has a production company that has produced a bunch of movies. Um, most notably, Character, which we watched in the he first He did episode. produce Character. That's right. I'll tell you a funny bit before jumping into Flodder. Um, the we- director of Character, Mike Van Dien. Yeah. He grew up in a neighborhood where... The Flodder family lives in Sittard. In Sittard. Where is Sittard in the Netherlands? Uh, in the south, in Limburg. It's the most southern province. And basically, it's a province squeezed in between other countries. And you could argue that, culturally speaking, it's got a bit more of a f- Belgian vibe going on. Yeah, so people should know Limburg yeah, is in between Belgium and Germany. And quite close to Luxembourg. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Like the southern part of Limburg is basically on the same latitude as Brussels. That's how far south it is. Yeah. Generally speaking, the premise is uh, this Dutch family, the Flodders, Flodder. 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 Yeah. I'm going to have a hard time saying <laughs> this name because in Surinamese cuisine, uh-huh. there is a dish called Flutter. Flutter, yeah, with an A. And Flutter, the movie we're talking about now and the name of the family, is with an O. And Flutter, the food, is basically a Surinamese <laughs> version of Boudin Noir and Boudin Blanc. I don't even know what that is, but they're, they're I like, know what Flutter is. They're like French sausages. Okay. And so Boudin Noir would be a sausage made with blood, a blood sausage. And then Boudin Noir or Boudin Blanc is basically the equivalent without the blood and some more grains mixed into it. Yummy. And Flutter is delicious. Yeah, it is. It is. It looks terrible. It looks horrific. Yeah. You see it, it's boiling away in these vats. It looks like intestines or whatever. It yeah. Does, yeah, especially the white one looks just like intestines. <laughs> it's probably, you know, probably because it is. The casing <laughs> is intestine. Yeah. And. My first experience, my first and only experience, because we only went once, mm-hmm. it was at Kwaku. 
Kaku, which is a festival in the Balmer area of Amsterdam, and it is a celebration of Surinamese culture. Yeah, true. And, and you have a lot of flutter there. There's flutter, there is roti. Yeah. There's and even at Surinamese places, uh, like restaurants that you have across the Netherlands, usually flutter isn't advertised. It is not on the menu. No, no. Even it is in some places, of course, but it's not like part of the standard menu, I would say. No, may, maybe I've seen it a few times at like a butcher. No. And I think if you really go to like one of the big international grocery stores, they might have it in the freezer. For sure, no. But if you would go to like your normal roti or nasi place, it will not be on the menu. But God, I would kill for a roti roll with just a big <laughs> flutter in there. That would be delicious. That's sort of like a, a fricandelle pizza. Oh, okay. So now do we have to unpack all these Dutch snacks? We'll, <laughs> no, no, we'll, no. we'll talk a well, bit well, more about well, Dutch snack in the movies. We, we will. Because it pops up. Bitterballa. Bitterballa pop up. And okay, so we talked about that I will have a difficulty pronouncing flutter, flutter. instead of flutter. Mm-hmm. And even more, you and I were going to start a punk band yeah. called Flutter and the Stilla. True. Yeah. Is that inspired by this movie? No, I don't think so, no. Because we, we were talking about naming it Flutter, right? Like the dish. Oh, were we? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. See? This is why it never took off. The, like they're, <laughs> the words are spelled so similarly, and they're so different in their meanings. Yeah. Um, so, the Flutters are a family from Sittard in Limburg. Uh, they're not typically Southern, though. No. Nope. I think they're just um, oh, wait, supposed to be... Wait, wait. <laughs> Okay, they're a family from Limburg, we'll say. We'll get into whether or not they're actually a representation okay. of Limburgians. Yeah. Um, Limburgers. Limburgers. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even watch the first. This is the second in a trilogy. I didn't see the first one. Ah, you don't need to. But they're sent on a cultural exchange program to America. Yeah. And basically, it seems like the Dutch government just wants to unload these, what I would call the equivalent of a, a redneck, a hillbilly, yeah, yeah. country folk. In, in, the, in Dutch, you would call them a social, like a social. They're quirky. Yeah. They're quite quirky. And, and I mean, they're, they're on the border of being a criminal family, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, they're totally. Uh, um, and, and just generally, they don't care what they do. They spit on the floor. They hit people in the head it's just like your typical asocial family all antics they feel like no laws but they are polite well i think it's interesting they do know how to blend in in certain um, environments although that always within five minutes (laughs) ends up a complete disaster they really they turn it on and off somehow like there's decent people in there you know especially the oldest son he's quite He's a charming guy, I would say, but he can be an asshole as well. I really liked Johnny. Yeah. Johnny. 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 And Johnny, yeah. Again, Vitika, my Dutch girlfriend, second name drop for her in episode two. Uh, she, her dad, his name is John. Okay. And Jan then, or John? John. Like John. spelled John. Okay. But the first time I met him, everyone's calling him Sean. Sean. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, his name is Sean. No. <laughs> like S-E-N, Sean, or like S-H-A-W-N. No. Like, no, 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 it's John. Yeah, you pro- yeah. We for some reason, we add an S. Why is yeah. there an S? And then like... Uh, it just sounds nice. Sean, Shoney. Sean, Shoney, Junge, Junge, Junge. 
as putting an SJ. And then there's someone in this movie called Shuck, but in that yeah. one there is an S in front of the J. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That I've never noticed that. But yeah, you're right. That's inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. It's like when English people put an R on the end of idea. <laughs> like idea. It's like, where did that come from? Why is that there? Please. Why is it necessary? Do I don't do know. No, no. So there's the Flaughter family. Yeah. They are sent to America. They are going to be sent to Stamford. Yes. Which is in Connecticut which is where my mom used to work and not far from where I grew up. So I was really excited. Wow. Like, oh, okay, they're going to be sent to a very affluent part of New England. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe it's going to be like, oh, they have like wealthy neighbors who... But they already, to, uh, to be fair, in the first Flutter movie, the whole point of the movie is that they move into a suburb. Um, so the, you could say that this movie is a social experiment, namely the exchange of an American family with a Dutch family. In the first movie, it's more or less um, bringing a asocial family into uh, a suburb, a really rich suburb. Yeah. And so, shall we start unpacking the plot? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's go. Flutter in America, 1992, Dick Moss. It opens up in a boardroom where an American delegation are meeting with a Dutch delegation, and they're saying, Oh, this is the Flutter family. They're the best, most typical Dutch family. They're lovely. It'll be the, no. they're a great candidate to be sent to America. Yeah. And the Americans are like, "Oh, well, we're sending the Johnson family or something." We're like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> we've never seen them, by the way. No, the, the movie's no, not about that. You don't you don't <laughs> see them at all. Not no. even, they don't even like cross paths at the airport or no, nothing. No. It's okay. So that family is completely irrelevant. Yeah, no. and. And what's the reason why they want to send the Flutter family? Well, it's implied, and then the Dutch delegation are having a little side convo mm -hmm. where they're like, oh, we can't wait to get rid of this god-awful family. Yeah. And then the... But it should be noted that there's a, I guess, social worker would be the term, Jacques. Yeah. And he's on their side. On the side of the Flutter family. Yeah. yeah. Is he in the first movie? He's in the first movie, and I guess um, uh, as as an audience, you're meant to identify with him because he both um, represents a more, um, I guess, a more normal guy, a more standard guy with standard morals. Um, but he also understands and loves the family in a way. So he's your gateway into loving the Flutters. This guy is put through the ringer in this movie. This poor yep. bastard. I can't help but feel bad for him. He and ends up being homeless and whatever. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's right. terrible. He and I, maybe I need to watch the first movie now to build up more empathy for ah. Shaki here. Shaki. Shaki, that's what they call him. Mm -hmm. He has some of the best lines in the movie too. I, I mean, even in the opening, he comes in, he's late, and he's like, "Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, late. I had a flat bond." Yeah, he, couldn't, he couldn't think <laughs> of the word tire. Yeah. So this is a thing that runs through the movie, right? Because it's spoken both in Dutch and in English. Yes. Um, and you, you get a lot of those jokes. They're, the word jokes are off the charts. Yeah. And yeah. I love word jokes. So if I'm, I'm going to recommend this movie, you know, to an American, it like it's just not going to hit. I feel like to really yeah, love okay. this movie, you need to have lived on both sides. Probably. Of this story. When they're on the plane, they talk about first rate. First rate, yeah. Okay, so what... Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so 
they're at the board there and then the the Dutch delegation show a picture of this family to uh the American delegation. Yeah. And you see the photo and they're like, Oh, who is they look a bit rough. They look yeah, yeah and then the yeah. Dutch are like, Oh, it was, it was for uh, it was for a costume party. They yeah. won they they won first prize and the American delegation are like, Well, sounds good. Yeah. And then you cut to their house. Yeah. Which for some is, reason is yeah. burned down. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Yeah. And they're packing Maybe that's in the first movie, I can't remember. It must be. It must like and they're packing up. They're basically living like gypsies, right? Well, you can't really say that. Why? Oh no. No. Oh, sorry. The Roma people. I'd say <laughs> Roma people. I mean, I want to say sorry. that they're living more like hillbillies. Hillbillies, okay. Which I think is also kind of more representative representative of Americans. Like if you go to the American side, if you go to rural America anywhere, mm-hmm. you see homes where it's just like, yeah, okay. Why is there all this stuff in the yard? Yeah. And what uh, is it? And like, okay, there's their house. And is that their old house that burned down just right next to it? Like, yeah, yeah, we just didn't feel like tearing it down. Uh, like we're using it for scrap wood uh, or something. Uh, and I mean, but a hillbilly is, um, I think, a typical rural phenomenon, right? It can. It started out that way, but yeah. I think even more so now. In the South, there's even like a pride to being a bit of a pack rat, to being like okay. scrappy and you, self-sufficient. You, and yeah. yeah, you mentioned redneck earlier. Yeah, but that presumes a sort of political leaning towards the right. I would say, All, and, and and they are not political in any way. The Florida family is no. They're, I don't know what they. Are. There's no ideology. They're actually like, they're actually like hyper liberal in this sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're so they're seemingly chill with everything. Yeah, and they just want to make some money and have a good time and have a good time. They're yeah, living you're, their life. You're totally you know? right. Yeah, and um, and so we're at their house. It's burned down, and they're basically saying goodbye and they're packing up. And you see, like their windows kind of peeking, their neighbors peeking out the window. They're like, oh. God, they're yeah, leaving. Yeah. They're leaving. So you know that something happened. I'm trying to remember any of the jokes, but like I'm meeting these people. I'm like, who are these people? The mom? All right. So you got let's run through the family. Yeah. Okay. We got there's no there's no father. There is no father in, <laughs> in Florida. Sight. No. Do uh, we know what happened to him? Sorry, can't remember. Maybe no. it's in the first movie. Maybe no, it's not. I don't think so. No, no. Ma Flodder, that's uh I I mean a Classic Dutch character, I would say. I think a lot of people in the Netherlands know who Ma Flodder is. And she is always smoking a stogie. Yeah. Nelly Freida plays her. And speaking of politics, Nelly Freida, I read, involved in politics for a little while in Amsterdam. Okay. The Red Party. Oh, okay. The Red Amsterdam Party. And oh. she, uh, I think she was like anti the Nord-South line. Oh, really? Which is like a new metro for all those of you that don't know. It's a new metro <laughs> that runs from uh, the north of Amsterdam to the south of Amsterdam. And it's having all kind of issues, and it had all kind of issues. And okay, I did not know that. No. Yeah. Okay, so she's a politician in real. She life. was, but that okay. party has ended. But she was, yeah. uh, she was second on the list. Oh wow! And they had earned one seat in the election, so she was one seat away from being actually in mm. the Dutch government. That's funny watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's like who is this lady? <laughs> and my girlfriend was all Vitiga was all about Ma Flutter. Yeah, Ma Flutter is like a. A classic character, yeah. So we got her, the yeah. matriarch of the family. We got, and then we got Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. Yeah. He's the oldest son, played by Hoop Stapel. Um, and 
I think he's the, the most complete character of the bunch. He's great. Yeah. He is protective of his family. He's free. He's, you know, he's courteous. But he's also, it's not that he's, it doesn't seem like he's intentionally rude. He just seems a bit aloof. Like, yeah, he's protective, I guess. He's and extremely that's sometimes, protective, yeah. yeah. That's but then sometimes. also not when he gets paid. Yeah. <laughs> Effectively, he turns into a pimp of his sister. He does turn into a pimp for his sister. Yes, yeah. it's true. Um, okay, but I liked Johnny a lot. And he's yeah. got this great haircut, which is like a... I don't he know, looks like, like Johnny Bravo, right? He does look like cartoon? Johnny Bravo, cartoon? yeah. It's like way up high, flat, and blonde. You would even say the cartoon character is based on him. I don't know what the lineage is here, but I don't. That's that's good to look into, yeah. Johnny Bravo. Yeah, because uh, Johnny Bravo is you know he's like, and I was actually surprised that this Johnny uh, he's like quite buff. Yeah, you even is. see him working out to like explain like, oh, he's quite muscular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so we got Johnny, and then we got Case and Case. Yeah. So this is a great joke. Like both a brother and a sister are named Case. Yes. Yeah. And. Um, Brothers played by René van Hof. So what's his deal? Uh, you mean as a character? I know um, as an actor. I really only know him um, doing com- comedy roles. Yeah, And he's like the opposite of Johnny. He's like kind of mousish. Yeah. Like he's very sneaky. He's very slender. Yeah, and he's there for a lot. I mean, the whole movie is comic relief, I would say. But he's there for some of the more um, slapsticky scenes I, I think he's a great physical comedian yeah. i think the yeah. way that he can move his body yeah. and his facial expressions he's wonderful yeah. and his comedic stylings reminded me a bit of uh our friend uh yannick okay yeah I, I felt like i felt like watching this i understood yannick's humor okay a I, bit more i didn't look for that but maybe you're right that's he a, does play uh, the actor does play in uh, Jiskefet as well which is like the pinnacle of dutch comedy Oh, yeah. So Yiskafet. He's not one of the main three guys, but um, he plays a role in some of their. Yisk, for those of you who don't, maybe we'll do something with Yiskafet. But Yiskafet is basically like the Monty Python of the Netherlands. Yeah. Sketch humor has elements of cabaret and theater and theatrics. and The sketches were filmed in front of a live audience. They have a really, my favorite sketch from them is the father yelling at the son who's like six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for like, he like, the son is supposed to like be trying out for Ajax, Ajax or something, yeah. which is the Amsterdam soccer team. And the dad is just yelling at him like, we put all this work into this, like mother left yeah, us. Your mother this. left us. <laughs> I did everything for you. <laughs> you mess it up. That's, it's, and like, I watched that before I really knew anything about the language, but I could like feel the, disappointment of a father yeah. whose son has failed him in athletics because that yeah. was kind of my story <laughs> and then they make it into such an extreme situation but you feel the pain is real it's like a, a true story it's beautiful an old like fat guy like a middle-aged like large blue collar guy just like bursting into tears that his yeah. son did not make ix <laughs> like ix junior 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 yeah. team yeah. it's great um Okay, so, so that's that's Case the son. Yes, and then Case the daughter. That's Tatiana Sinek. Yeah, who is sexy. Who is sexy and is supposed to be sexy. I mean, that's... They milk that for yeah. everything it's worth. Yeah. I think in a way that you would not see in a modern movie anymore. 
nothing worth any value. No. I think it still exists in like really like kind of BC level comedies. Yeah. Um, but she is Croatian Dutch. No. She is born in Croatia. As obviously her name, Tatiana Simic. Yeah. Simic. So probably Simic. Yeah. Um, she's, she's wonderful as well. She plays, she's like, she plays it to a T. She's very, sure. what's the word? She's like a, like a, a young bird or something. Like she's very, fr- <laughs> she seems very free and loving, but also. And she doesn't care about anything. I think that's re- that what makes the character compelling. Yeah, nothing bothers her no. really. Like, but she, she is gets aware me too of herself. Like 10 times. Yeah. And she's aware of it, but then she's like, well, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah. A bit of like boys will be boys. But also, she seems uh, not not even boys will be self-assured. Yeah. Like she could get anything thrown at her, and yeah. you would think like, "Oh, she's just like a dumb blonde." Nothing touches but her. But she's like it. very, oh. and she even stands up for herself oh. near the end of the movie because oh. she wants more from life. Um, and this actress, she did all these movies. Yeah, all the sort of movies which made her famous. She was in Playboy. Uh, I read like twenty times. Uh, yeah, I saw this on Wikipedia. Like I, ten yeah, times I, in the Dutch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dutch Playboy. I've four never times seen a Dutch German. Playboy, but uh, yeah. I get it. Yeah, but I mean, growing up, she was definitely one of the the Dutch movie stars you would know as a kid. Was she replaced by like Chantal Janssen as like a busty blonde? Nah, but Chantal Janssen never played a role like this, as far as I know. No, yeah, I mean, true. this is you could argue solely based on her breast. Yes, her outward. And that she looks typically Dutch, but she's Croatian. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> okay, so let's skip ahead a bit in the plot. Okay, so where do we? They're they like they're leaving their home. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So they they get on the plane. Even oh, the plane. Wait, wait, there's two more characters. We learn nothing about them. And there's there's two younger siblings. Oh yeah, two younger siblings. Yeah, I don't no. know their names. No, they have maybe collectively like five, six lines in the whole movie. Yeah, and they have a dog. Yeah, but that's not their dog, right? I took it as they they like stole the dog from the Russian family. Oh, <laughs> I didn't catch that. I thought it was their dog, but yeah, sure, why not? Right, because they okay. So let's do the jump the, the plane. Yeah, they're on the plane. I I want to talk about everything in this movie. Even if, <laughs> like they're at they get to Schiphol, okay, and like they go through like. The metal detectors at Schiphol, yeah, yeah, and everyone's yeah. got a weapon on them. Yeah. <laughs> they got, someone's got a switchblade. The case son yeah. has nunchucks on him. I, yeah. I laughed out loud when he pulled out the nunchucks. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't care. And they don't get arrested or whatever. They no, don't they're, they're just get any in. trouble. Yeah, yeah, pre-9-11, you know. So. Yeah, and for Europe. For that. They go to the duty-free shop, and they're all like buying stuff, and they're eating it, and it's getting everywhere. Yeah. They, they don't care. It yeah. might even be their first time at the airport. Yeah, I think at least maybe Shawnee has been on an airplane, but it can also be just his general attitude that he knows about life. And He's he got some everything. confidence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so then they they get on the plane. Yeah. What did you? Where are we going? So the Shaki is still with them at this point. We should mention. So it's the Flutter family, and they basically have a guardian with them, Shaki. Yeah. Um, uh, but like as soon as they get on the plane, they start misbehaving, um, and the other people on the plane. And the personnel working on the plane, they are really, um, uh, I think, offended by most of what they're doing. I think one of the the things that uh, that struck me was the case, 
the case son, son yeah. Yeah, yeah learning english oh god that was, with a cassette that was such a but simple it's, stupid yeah, joke his battery is done apparently so then the the tape slows down so he's learning english <laughs> like in this really chopped and screwed type of how are you <laughs> doing but like and then but it's johnny's johnny's the one who's able to piece it together like hey yeah. man the batteries are low. And Case is like, oh, I just thought this is how Americans yeah. talked. It's yeah. just it's just a, a slow language, basically. And what? They're like they're stealing wine from the stealing wine. That's, that's of course Ma Flodder. Yeah. yeah. She downs the wine in one go. They get the food. She says she makes some joke about the food on the plane, but uh, And the remember. the rate joke. Oh yeah. So there. what is this rate joke? Okay. Yeah. So they um at one point they discover that there's an um a first rate in the, in the plane, so they're 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 an ec- economy, I guess. And yeah. then they discover that there's a whole section of the plane where you have way more room and champagne and whatever business class, basically. And they call it first rate, but rate in Dutch also means ass. <laughs> <laughs> they just <laughs> use this as a joke, like first rate. What are you talking about, first ass? <laughs> See, I did not, I did not catch that. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say rate, rate for like I know like billa, yeah. like billen is like butt or kont. Yeah, yeah. You are all naming yeah. Dutch words. For okay, ass so now, now yeah. I've learned a new word for rate. Dutch ass. Okay, dikke rate, fat ass, fat ass. Okay, yeah. and I after the like now I'm really starting to love this case son character. Because he's got the tape player issue. Uh-huh. And then he gets the food in front of him. Then just like such a classic physical humor where he tries to open up the package of silverware and it just yeah. goes everywhere. I, I laughed out loud again. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's such stupid, It's, it's very simple. silly, but it works. Yeah. And Dick Moss is, I'm already into it. Like he's doing a great job. And it must be said, like his two other most famous movies. The, the Lift mm-hmm. and Amsterdam are horror movies. Yeah. And he's a master of all genres. To be able to, if you can do good horror, you can do good comedy and usually vice versa because it's all just about tension release, tension release. And, and horror control. is, in a way, also kind of ridiculous sometimes, or it can be. It can. I think in his movies, I think they, yeah. I haven't seen The Lift or Amsterdam. Yeah. We will definitely watch The Lift and probably Amsterdam. And probably Amsterdam. Yeah. And yeah. We didn't want to do both. We were going to do the lift, but we were like, ah, oh, we want to do two Dick Moss the, films. Yeah, but Dick Moss, his fingers are like all over the 80s and 90s. I and, guess. He, and he does the music. Yeah. And, and he music, does the music. The yeah. theme song yeah. is great. And he's so simple. He just he writes one theme song, which is like a really simple arpeggio on the piano. Yeah. And then he just changes it. Okay. Are we going to talk about the soundtrack now? Uh, Did you look at the, the track list? Uh, no yes okay. yes but i don't remember <laughs> that's there's the really awful title of a song oh god it's <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not even going to say it i'm not going to repeat it it's that bad okay um it's called nare n word which means which means oh jesus like strange no uh, well but more terrifying oh god <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the the ten seconds they play when they're in the park at one point and they they're oh, in a fight they, with yeah. the black guys. Yeah. Okay, so they're on the plane, and Johnny, some re- for some reason, is like walking around with his tray of food, telling everyone, uh, "It's not click, yeah. bon appetito." Like he's the mayor of the airplane yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. And then he finds his way to first class, mm-hmm. 
and he's like, oh, yeah, this is way better. And for some reason, there's like eight open seats. No, and no. then cut, the whole family are now in first class. Yeah, living it up. Yeah, drinking champagne or whatever. No. And the, like, the flight attendant comes down. They're like, hey, you can't be here. And Johnny's like, what do you mean we can't no. be here? No, no. And then the guy just backs off immediately. It always works. Throughout the movie, whenever, whenever Johnny just stands up and he's like, what do you mean? We can do this. Then everybody's like, yeah, okay, sure. They back off. and they, But he's not even that like scary looking. No, he barely has to really use force. No. It's just his demeanor, his attitude. His confidence. Yeah. His, and then they, <laughs> they, they go visit the cockpit. Yeah. Uh, case and Case go visit the cockpit. Yeah, Case and Case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, this is in the bathroom. And the pilot's like, oh, come on down. We'll show you around the cockpit. And then... This is definitely pre-9-11. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I used to go visit the cockpit as a kid. Yeah. I think up until 9-11. But, yeah. So we should say that Case's daughter, Tatiana Simic, Simic Tatiana. is wearing, like, she looks like Daisy Duke. Like, she's got short shorts. She's got a crop top tied around her mm. and her breasts are everywhere yeah and this is distracting the pilot and that at some point or something like she leans forward and the the plane just nose yeah. starts to <laughs> nose dive again the most simplest like it doesn't make any sense joke. <laughs> now and then the whole plane of course every, every, all the bags uh, come out of the cabins and shit like that and for some reason my flutter ends up with the the uh, the alcohol cart. Oh, just, yeah. Right? <laughs> it just rolls down yeah, the aisle. It rolls down yeah. the aisle. As she catches it, it's like, well, great surface. <laughs> Wonderful. She's great. She's so calm and cool and everything. All she wants to do is drink yeah. and like not be bothered. And smoke her little cigar. Smoke her stogie, yeah. And she's smoking on the plane, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so... They can tell nothing. We are maybe 10 minutes into a two-hour movie. Yeah, yeah. And this movie flew by. But it has to be said, I think the first half is better than the second half. Like the whole build-up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy-wise? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I would agree. I think yeah. that getting to know them is great. I think that Shaki's storyline yeah. is a bit much. Like, True. you don't need it. Um, Didn't play out as well as you would expect. Maybe. Yeah. So did you catch that? That's the same actor that has been in Character, the first movie we've discussed on this plot. Which character did he play in Character? Shaki in Character. Shaki in Character. Does he play the head of the bank that hates? Um, yep. Lou Landre. That's the name of the actor. That's him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it goes without saying. I think this is going to happen a lot. Is that there is. A big pool of acting talent in the Netherlands, but there's an even smaller pool of people that are good and get used all the time. Yeah, but the same could be said for American movies, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. There are they are actors, right? Once they finish a project, they need a new project. <laughs> they need a new job, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully they'll get one. Well, like Dutch actors, it's it's really common for their filmography to really be like TV, film, and theater, kind yeah, of all true. at the same time. Like yeah. they really bounce around. Yeah. Um, we get to America. They land at JFK. Um, what are they? And then the big switcheroo yeah. happens. There's a Russian family. And they run into each other. 
and yeah. some of the bags get mixed up or something, and yeah. that's kind of it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, and that's where the big. That's where from it all that starts. point forward, uh, at least one hour into the movie, uh, everybody in the states assumes that they're this Russian scientist. That's not even a family. I guess. It's like a. It's like uh, they're a delegation of Russian yeah, doctors. Yeah, yeah, true. And so it's post Cold War, so you know the borders are open. Yeah, yeah. and. They're waiting outside of JFK. Shaki says, I'm going to go get the car. Yep. Um, they're fu- this is the point where they lose Shaki. This is where they lose Shaki. They're, for some reason, daughter Case pulls out like a Russian newspaper, and then like a limo driver is driving by, and you, he's like, oh, I'm here to pick up the Russian delegation. Yep. Oh, they're reading Russian. That must be them. And I think they're like reading a Russian newspaper and like drinking vodka. And it makes so much sense that they think that Shana is a Russian girl. It is really funny that they... Try to paint her as a typical Dutch girl. She looks way more Eastern Europe, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. But then when you see her in kind of like the like stereotypical Dutch outfit at the end, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I think for it a works. lot of Americans yeah. as well, our idea of like a typical Dutch girl is the same as like <laughs> Swiss Miss. It's like okay. kind of like a voluptuous blonde that looks she, ru- like she takes all those boxes. Dresses in like traditional European clothing. Yeah. Fair enough. Ah. And then they're in this limo going to the Plaza Hotel, which yep. is the same hotel from Home Alone 2. It's one of the most famous hotels in New York City, right across from Central Park. And the dude, the limo driver, the, like kind of a running joke is no one speaks Russian. No one understands Russian, so they just assume that Dutch is Russian. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is a language yeah. I don't understand. It must be Russian. Yeah. And he asks me, he's like, the limo driver asked Johnny, like, oh, is it cold in Russia these days? And Johnny's like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's very cold. <laughs> it's like, Russia. It's just yeah, typically cold. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> Why are you asking me? <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, maybe he has family there or something? Yeah. It's, uh, they're killing it. So they get to the Plaza Hotel and they roll in. I mean, it has to be said for an asocial family, they don't, um, uh, they, they're, they're not trying to fool the limo driver, the hotel. Or anybody. Oh, no. It's all your classic... They're, they're like, honest. Like, it's a mix-up, and, and they have no idea why yeah. they're being put in the plaza. They just think it's part of the exchange. It, there's, like, ignorance and earnestness on both sides. Like, oh, well, we don't want to insult them. Like, they must be Russian. Yeah. Like, and how, who are we to say how Russian doctors are supposed to look? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they... And the, the Flutter family never assumed that everyone... That anyone knows anything about the Netherlands. And they always say Holland. They never say the Netherlands. They always say Holland. Holland. Yeah. 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 So, so let's let's get a bit into what the Flutter family thinks of America. So what what do you, as an American watching this film, uh, you see, in a way, a representation of what the states are and how Dutch people look at the states and what like what what do you get from it? At this point. At, at this point in the movie, not too, not too much. Like I think that, generally speaking, even today, and this movie's from 1992, but mm-hmm. even today, 30 years later, the general consensus around Dutch people is still very prejudicial and stereotypical of America, of like America being fat or stupid or racist or all these yeah. things that you see on TV. And... Like they talk about food, they're like, "Oh, it's time to show like the Americans how to eat." How to eat? Yeah. Did you catch a joke about McDonald's? 
Oh, that they have this here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at this. They yeah. also have McDonald's. Yeah, they're like riding through on the, in the limo of like yeah. past Times Square. It's like, oh, look, yeah, yeah, yeah it looks like the Calverstraat. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really in, in a way. I mean, you would expect this movie to be a, I mean, I guess critical of the United States or the American way of life, but it focuses on the Flutter family, and because the Flutter family is just such a comedic bunch, you never really get an analysis of what American culture is. No, like. And I think that that's really adorable about this terrible family is that they 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 just want to live. And Johnny's always going on about this is America. You can do whatever you want here. You can be whoever okay, you want. So he really plays into the American dream. Yeah, that was exactly my point. That um, you could argue that this whole Flutter family is more American than Dutch. And I don't mean American as they are representative of the whole of America, but like some of their traits are typically associated with Americans. Yeah, they have, and we talked about this watching character, you know, this idea of like, you can have this, Ameri- like, what is the rags to riches American story? Nah. You know, and the They're hustlers, fam- right? Everything they do, oh, they do they to wanna, turn a quick buck. And and they succeed, and if they fail, they're like, okay, next, next nah. con, next job, whatever. Nah. Yeah, no, they're, I love them. <laughs> I love them. And this they have movie a work is, ethic you can admire. This movie is so reflective of, I mean, okay, Dick Moss, he's more or less stealing or kind of emulating National Lampoon's Harold Ramis, Animal House, Caddyshack, National Lampoon's Holiday, uh, Christmas Vacation, that like kind of smart, like social commentary, but lots of slapsticks, stupid no. humor, lots of sex. And it works, I guess, because even the, the audience, cover is very reminiscent of yeah. those films. Yeah, the audience can put into the movie whatever they want. I mean, it's been a huge success. It's been, I think, one point five million people visited in cinema. That's ten percent when of it the, came out. Yeah, that's ten percent of the whole Dutch population, which is insane to me. Right? I mean, that is insane. Yeah, yeah. like for this, I again having zero context about the first film. Mm-hmm. They must have been on to something. Like, this yeah. must have really clicked with the psyche of... So I think what works in this movie is that you can put into it whatever you want. If you're a more highbrow, you can, you can use it as a lens to look at the states. Or, but if you're not, you can just go for the slapstick bits and just look at them being silly. It's like, it hits on all levels. He's got, he really has it covered. And, okay, the social commentary wiggles it at times like sometimes he really can hit a point yeah. on social comment and other times you're like okay well that would not work today or like that was kind of cheap yeah i mean in general the handling of hip-hop culture and black people in this movie is very problematic i mean it still is and i can even imagine like 1992 netherlands how do we deal with representations of black culture was like uh yeah <laughs> what do you mean how do we deal with it like yeah. we show it however we want or like, no, this is how it is. It is definitely made for a white audience in that sense. And yes. Like a, they, I don't think for one second they pause to think, how would this play if you would show it to black people in America, for example? For, I mean, in the same sense, at the same time, in American cinema, comedies, like still representation of black no. culture was also okay. extremely powerful. But in the Netherlands, you wouldn't have someone like Eddie Murphy, you know, making something like Coming to America or Trading Places. Mm-hmm where he's offering up a satirical critique of black people in America. Like I, that 
funny, funny you should mention exist. that movie. I, I thought about that movie quite a, a bunch watching this movie. Coming to America yeah, or Trading yeah. Places? No, uh, Come to America. Yeah. Trading Places would work as well, I guess. They both work, yeah. yeah. Both set yeah. in New York City. Yeah. 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 Um, but speaking of jokes, though, and another, I like really laughed out loud at this one. They're in the taxi. And, of course, daughter Case, again, leaning forward, talking to the driver, boobs hanging out everywhere. And the taxi driver can barely keep his eyes on the road. And he's turning around. He's like, oh, you know, if you're free, why don't I show you some of the hot spots? Hot spots. What? (laughs) Uh, You know, I'll I'll take you around and show you some of the hot spots. Hot spots? Yeah, hot spots. No. And that joke... (laughs) <laughs> Again, so, a joke you can only it's get. so cheap and so good. Okay, what what is Hoots spot? It's mashed potatoes. Uh, so one of the like uh, the, the most famous Dutch uh, parts of Dutch cuisine, if you can call it a cuisine, is mashed potatoes. And you have it in a bunch of varieties. And Hoots spot is one of them. And that's mashed potatoes with carrots. With carrots, yeah. And it's delicious. It's it's great. Yeah, it's lit. more people should I, eat. I it, love hood spot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. You got nothing. You got potatoes and carrots. Why not? Yeah, yeah. And um, but, that, but uh, indeed, the word is similar to hotspot. But they, I mean, they do this all throughout the movie. They just play up words that sound similar. <laughs> I could imagine that joke hitting so hard in the cinema yeah. here, though. They're like, yeah. oh, they don't, yeah. they don't get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a way, the, the, why the joke is, is super weird. You sort of laugh at the American people don't getting it, but you're also laughing at the Fuller family for not getting it. Yeah, yeah, like they're also kind of stupid. Yeah. yeah, like don't you know the word? like? And it should be said that Johnny's really the only one who's confident with English. Yeah, he's yeah. really the translator in this movie, and still he makes mistakes. But they're like his English is very agreeable. Like, yeah, he yeah. he carries him, and yeah. I think his accent is like the most you know typical. Dutch person speaking English. You don't have it so much, but that accent exists. Yeah, and for, for sure. me, it is nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. But Johnny is so endearing <laughs> that I let it slide. <laughs> and it's probably point. The point is him talking like that, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's get, let's, let's see. Okay. We get to the hotel. Of course, no. the hotel clerk is like, oh, this must be the Russian delegation. Oh. What part of Russia are they from? Oh, the part that stinks, apparently. And, like, they have a dog now, and they're like, we don't allow dogs, but in this case... We'll make an exception, yeah. They go to their suite. They get room service. I forget if they ordered something specific or if there was a joke. I can't remember, but no. They trashed the place. They trashed the place. Within minutes. Yeah, like, case in case. Brother and sister are in a tub. It's the first time in the movie that you see daughter Case's tits. They're marvelous. Should, should be added. I think this is going to be a segment in every movie we talk about. Boobs. Nudity. Boobs. And there's a Same lot nudity. of nudity in this yeah. movie. Gratuitous nudity. Like, I think there's like a three-minute scene. Female nudity, right? Yeah. Yeah, only female nudity. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. There should be equal... Equal amounts of yeah. tits and dicks. I mean, that still is something like I don't understand why you so can So do you, do you, you need show... two dicks for two tits or... Why not? I mean, okay. you can count the balls as one, yeah, you know, okay. dick, dick and balls, you know, so. That would dick amount Moss, to three, yeah. though, yeah. Dick Ma- I think this is like, Dick Moss really runs that, like, cheap, like, sexual humor. Oh, I, sure. There must yeah. be tits in all his movies. I guess so. Yeah. Or breasts. I'm sorry. We'll call them all different. Uh, 
What's the Dutch word for for breasts? Borsten. Borsten is the Tita would be tits. Tita. Yeah. Is that all? Jopa. 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 Like our friend or your friend Jopa? No, no, no. Jopen. Jopen. Like the brewery. Yeah, like the brewery. Okay, yeah. so that brewery that's in a it's called church. Tit beer. In yeah, a way. it's yeah. in a church in Harlem. It's actually tit 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 beer. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could teach you this. I I had to. Uh, Vitico was working on a secret project which is yet to come to fruition but for some reason it demanded that I start rattling off kind of colloquial synonyms for breast okay. and like I was like honkers hooters knockers milk jugs jugs and she's like you have all these words I was like well yeah we do yeah <laughs> we do. yeah but I guess if, if we would think a bit more there, there are some of Dutch words that would also work. I mean, in general, like most of language Mil- is milkers. built on sex, uh, on sex and and violence, right? And fishing. The Netherlands, yeah, yeah, yeah. guns, cheese, yeah. drugs. Did like there was that great like their spiegel. Did you see that like their spiegel cover a few years ago? No. And it's like the typical Dutch girl, Antje. What's like her name? Like that typical Dutch female image. I don't know. No, mm. Anyway, but it's like, and she's like holding a wheel of cheese, wearing clogs, <laughs> and like has like an AK forty seven, because all oh, the okay. all the okay. guns and drugs in Europe come through Rotterdam. Oh, and it's okay. like, how did the Netherlands yeah. become like the kind of drug import paradise of yeah. Europe? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Klompen, they are mentioned fairly early in the movie. Did you catch this? Klomps. Yeah, they've mentioned it a few times. Yeah. Like oh. yeah, a lot of cheese, and oh. they joke cheese tulips. Wooden shoes. Yeah. No. And maybe, I don't know if they mention bicycles. They well, do. Well, yeah, Shaki. Uh, yeah, the flat tire. He mentions the flat tire. Yeah. And Okay, so they're at the hotel. Da, 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 da. They're trashing the place. They decide they want to go out. And in the meantime, two people from the Roosevelt Foundation, which is an actual foundation set up by the Roosevelt family, um, show up and they're like, oh, we're here to meet our Russian delegation and the maitre d' at the hotel says, like, oh, they've gone out. Oh, okay, well, here's the invitation to their the party that we're having for them tonight. Make sure yeah. they get it. And then the Flutter family are out on the streets walking down, I don't know what avenue. 42nd Street. 42nd Street. Yeah, they compare it to the Kalverstraat, they which do. is the most well-known shopping street in the Netherlands. It's in Amsterdam. It looks nothing like 42nd nope. Street. Nope. <laughs> it's really a terrible street. I hate going to the Kalverstraat. Yeah, yeah. It's full of tourists and H&M. And well, apparently 42nd Street is also full of tourists because the Flutter family is there. They make some joke like, oh, all the streets have numbers. Yeah. And then Johnny's like, yeah, that's so how you, you can, can tell, tell them apart. apart. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they joke about Wall Street, which is funny because Wall Street is actually derived from Duval, yeah. where the first like stock exchange is in. Amsterdam, in Duval. Well, I, I don't think that's the the reason why it's called the wall, right? The uh, wall is like a fortification wall. Oh yeah, that probably could be. Yeah. So in the in Amsterdam, you have the Walle, which yeah. is the red light district. Yeah. And but that has the same. Um, I, I guess that's derived of the same word as Wall Street is. Yeah, it is. So that's some social commentary, right? Well, I think the fact that they don't play that joke any harder, like. No. Well, he he makes some joke about like the Volaches. He said, I think he says something like, 
they just make a lot of money here, just like the Valle. And what's the Valle? The red light district. Oh, okay. So yeah. that he is making that point. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it should be said that I used to live in the Valle yeah. for like seven months, just around the corner from the uh, the Beers from Berlache, mm-hmm. the stock exchange. I have rung the bell at the Beers from Berlache really? in 2014 for Pluktenacht Film I did Festival. Yeah. Got up early, wore a tie, <laughs> rang the bell. They had a terrible day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see, people don't get into the stock exchange. You will have a terrible day. Um, and that's kind of it, like that they're just walking around and. Yeah, nothing really interesting. They're being like propositioned by. No. Because at that time, New York City, especially downtown mm-hmm. New York, was kind of similar to the red light district. There was like no. seedy bars, prostitution, True. lots of drugs, sex cinemas. Sex cinemas, no. yeah. No. So actually, there is kind of a similar True. You know, vibe. Um, but they're trying to clean up the red light district just like they cleaned up but Times would, Square. Would that be a, a location you would visit, you think, as a tourist back in 92? Back then, no. no. If you went to New York City back then, and so it should be said, you know, I grew up outside of New York City, no one ever took yeah, me but, to Times Square. Um, okay. Yeah. As um, a tourist, you would not go there, you would say. It's not at all what it is now. And I remember like seeing Bourdain um, on one of his no reservations. He's like just in New York and he's talking about how the Times Square that he mm-hmm. used to love, seedy dive bars, smoke, heroin, you know, it just doesn't exist anymore. So I think it really was a place that you go intensely. And I think you used to tell me the same thing about the Vola in yeah. Amsterdam even 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah, true. It was a different place. Yeah. And I mean... Not to mention 50 years ago. I mean, like most places, of course, that are central in a city, that's that's becoming like a, a, a tourist attraction. At some point, it will get either more commercial or the government starts regulating it a bit more. And I think both happened. And for good reason. I get why they did this, but it's also a shame that you see like the, the, the authentic culture of a place like that. Um, and of course, it comes with a lot of negative stuff, but you, you see it getting lost, and I think that's a shame. I'm I'm split on whether or not the government taking over Davala, if I like it. I lived there; mm-hmm. it was hell. I did not want to go outside. It was full of tourists. Yeah, but n- and not every place has to be a nice place to live in, right? No, and I learned something. Nah. You know about myself when I lived there, which was I don't want to live in Navala. <laughs> you do not want to live I in a red light district. You no, needed to to learn I'm that even, lesson. I'm, by I actually am, moving I'm literally there. wearing a sweater about the red light district. You are, you, you know, are. red light radio. Used to have to go there, and I always hated. But that's like, part of like the government regulating. Yeah, the red light district. That right? was the government coming in, buying up properties, and then renting them out for cheap to like creative endeavors. Yeah, and now okay, this is a lot of. Kind of fashion designers. I think that was the first thing that did. Fashion, yeah. Creative startups. Oh. Um, anyway, okay, but let's let's go back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't want to go too deep into the current uh, <laughs> ec- ec- economics, uh, political situation of uh, Amsterdam, and whether or not we agree with the policies of Groenlinks Burgemeester uh, Femke Alsma. No, we don't. Okay, cool. <laughs> I wasted my vote. I should have voted pay for the next time. <laughs> Uh, okay, so where oh, they get the they go back to the hotel. Oh, we should talk like so. Shock, yeah, Shock is lost. He's lost. I mean, he lost them. He's yeah. trying to find them, 
and he's and running he go, into all kinds of trouble. And goes from bad to worse. Like, yeah. Yeah. Probably at this point, he gets beaten up. Uh, he gets robbed. He gets his hand stuck in like a grate, and everyone's treating him like a bum and like throwing him coins. I, I really didn't get that part. It was so weird to me. It, he gets stuck, and nobody. I mean, he doesn't look like a bum at that point. At the point that he gets stuck, obviously, Dick Moss is trying to say something about how Americans yeah, treat right? derelicts. Yeah. No. And of course, the only guy that comes and saves him, well, it's just you should say, first he gets robbed yep. by generic Latinos, which, okay, <laughs> that's saying something. No. And then the only guy that helps him is an African American, also drifter, homeless person. Yeah. Who is very kind. Yeah. He's very kind. He's like, come on, man, I'll take sure. you. You're in rough shape. Let's go get some food at the food shelter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Shaki's having a a bunch of stuff. He he ends up in jail. It's it's not the most interesting yeah, part of the they movie. Get the jail. Oh, but okay. So no, but the jail scene has another one of my uh, favorite <laughs> jokes. It does. Yeah. Okay, so they're at the like the food. Um, I can't remember the actual term for this, but like basically where they serve food to people down on their luck. Yeah. And then a fight breaks out, and then they take cover. And then when they come out of where they're hiding, the police are there saying like, "Oh, you do." Who started this, this fight? Yeah. No. No. Um, then they go to jail, and the the guy that Shock is with like is elated because you know it's like a warm bed, three meals a day. Like, and I think that's true for a lot of homeless people that prison is actually better than the street. Um, Shock's not having any of it, and he's kind of yelling like, oh, let me out of here. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm from Holland. Uh, there's been a mistake. Yeah, that's great. His argument for not wanting to be there is that he's from Holland. Yes. <laughs> and then it's like one of the most classic comedic scenes where they just let like people riff. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I'll fucking kill you. Uh, go back to where go you're back, from. Yeah. <laughs> and then the best one is, go put your dick in a dike. <laughs> Which, again, laughed out loud on my couch. Yeah, me too. Because... Well, it's funny because this guy in prison knew that there's dikes in Holland, yeah, and there's a lot of dikes. But it's also so a joke. So, would on you the, say that it, that it's famous in uh, in uh, in the states? No, okay. People don't know the Dutch for the dikes. No, okay. I mean maybe, but that's like a kind of deep knowledge to be able to quickly reference. But in the jail. But even deeper, <laughs> yeah. it's about the kid who puts his finger finger in a dike to like save the netherlands from flooding mm-hmm. so that that joke also works on multiple levels oh, yeah. i'm sure it kind of killed in the cinema too yeah um i would it, assume so oh. okay and so let's take a break we we talked about shocky shocky's gonna have a hell of a time it's going it's going from bad to worse oh. for shock it's going from the regen to the drip but let's take a break And uh, we will be back to talk about the rest of Florida in America on the Dutch Film Podcast. You want to take that again? And we're back. We are back. You are listening to the, the Dutch, Dutch Film, Film Podcast. Podcast. I am Gregory Marcus. I'm Erik van Bemmelen. I'm not Dutch. I am. And we are talking about Flutter in America, Flutter 2, yep. Dick Moss, 1992. We left off 
I don't remember where we left off. But so you remember the, the, the fl- listener. Come the, on. F- yeah, you for you this yeah, was this is easy. Yeah, you, you would have just listened break. to whatever ad we just had for whatever sponsor we don't have currently, but we'll most we likely love have. We yeah. love it. Whatever it was that was advertised. Great. Yeah. Use a uh, code Dutch Film Podcast to get ten percent <laughs> off of whatever your it is. new Soda Stream. <laughs> They'd be a great sponsor. I love my why? Soda Stream. Why? Okay, I have a Soda Stream, but why is it a good sponsor? Well, maybe we could get free soda streams. We already have one. Get a new one? Okay, get a new one. <laughs> I only have it like two weeks. <laughs> okay, we'll find another sponsor yeah, or something we'll, that I want we'll, that yeah. I don't already have. This podcast is sponsored by Bitterball and Cheese and Wooden Shoes. Yep. Yeah. And so the Flutter family, they're there. Yep. They have to go to this dinner party because everyone thinks they're this Russian delegation of doctors that have been invited by the Roosevelt Foundation. Correct. So we get to the party. It's some swanky New York party. Mm-hmm. To their credit, they did dress up, which yeah. I thought yeah. was surprising. I thought they were going to go like in their normal street clothes. They don't look great, no, but they do show up. Yeah, kinda, they went shopping for it. They yeah. they kind of got a tie on or something, oh. and they show up. And of course, it's very affluent, smart, elite America. And then they roll in, and of course, it's your fish out of water. Who are these people? Oh, that must be the Russians. Yeah. Oh, is that how people look? And the in guy Russia? hosting the party, he has one of his employees who apparently speaks Russian to yeah. have to, to welcome them. And he <laughs> he walks up to them. Who he is a Dutch actor, by the way. He does speak with a Dutch accent. I was Which like, is so weird. Is Why guy? would you cast a Dutch guy? For yeah. This? Oh, yeah. No, that was. And he, to his credit, he does speak Russian. Because Dobre, he says Dobre Vecher, okay. which is good evening. I only know that because I took Czech and it's the same in Czech. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember what else he says. And then, of course, the joke. We've made reference to it in, before where they speak Dutch back and the uh, translator is yeah. uh, like, This is a dialect. I don't know. I don't which know this part dialect, of Russian yeah. are they from? They're yeah. from the Eastern Bloc or yeah, like the yeah. Baltic Bloc or something. Um,. And yeah, okay. So they mingle in the party. We're, we're losing still a bit of momentum. Out. Yeah, no. Everyone no. still thinks that they're Russian yeah. doctors, yeah. and they go up to Ma. Yeah, people come up to them all the time and say, "Oh, I really loved your paper on this and this." And how did? Yeah, they're talking to Ma Flutter, and she's like cutting a cake or a steak yeah. or something. And they're like, "How did you do that surgery?" Oh my god! And she's like, "I used a knife." Yeah, and then she <laughs> like, and then she like pockets the like this massive bread knife into her brazier. She pockets everything all throughout the movie. They're always stealing. Everything they can find, they're stealing it. There's free drink, there's food, whatever. Big key moment here is daughter Case Mm -hmm. is kind of cornered by sleazy-looking businessman, New York-type guy who talks to her out on the balcony, and he's falling in love with her. He's falling in love with her breasts. He he definitely thinks he's falling in love with her as well. And John, what this we also get like Johnny can see them out on the balcony, and he sees this guy grab her ass. Uh-huh. And Johnny, being the protective brother, he's like, "That's not cool." Yeah, and he goes out. over, yeah. yeah. And but then daughter case is kind of more or less. I can handle myself. Like I don't know what this guy is saying because she doesn't speak English. Not true. And that's kind of it. And then, like, all of a sudden, this guy is under her spell of love. And, well, who is this guy? 
He's the son of the president. Which comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And only later in the movie. So up until this point, you just know he's influential and he was not invited to the party, but he shows up anyway because he's important. He is important. Yeah. And do they get found out that they're not the Russians at the dinner party? This is funny. I also can't remember it. Um because it, it, it's on their way back to the like they they leave the dinner party they get to the yeah. hotel when they get to the hotel then they already know that it's not the russian delegates yeah i don't I can't it doesn't matter why. so anyway they get found out that and they get kicked out of the hotel yeah. and like the maitre d like happily kicks them out yeah. Yeah. um to the street but i think even then like johnny is like okay you know thanks for your hospitality anyway yeah. like he's still very nice about it yeah, and he just makes the best out of the situation again. And they just walk across the street into Central Park. Yeah. And yeah. then they spend the night in Central Park. They walk around. They rob the hot dog stand. They rob a hot dog stand. They, there's and like, Ma Flotta really likes the hot dogs because they have sauerkraut. sauerkraut. Yeah, she's like, who would have guessed it? You know, yeah. like our second meal and you know, <laughs> is a Vorsche mit Zürkel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so funnily, and they, we, they, we kill, a, they kill a peacock. We and they, they roast, they kill a peacock and eat it. Over a fire. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, mashed potatoes. What about mashed potatoes? Well, we talked about mashed potatoes earlier. And usually you would eat mashed potatoes with a sausage and sauerkraut. Yeah, roquevorst. Yeah, roquevorst. Yeah. Which. It's not a hot dog, but. If you're in America, you know, it's maybe, it's more similar to a kielbasa, like a Hungarian-style, Polish-style kielbasa. Then it is similar to a German style broadvorst. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. But roquevorst Roke is delicious. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Uh, I would like to have one, actually. <laughs> I really would like to have one. <laughs> we'll get one afterwards. Maybe. And um, yeah. Uh, we need to, so we need to do a Dutch culinary. Yeah. Okay. Like a more food driven Dutch film. Maybe Just one to, about uh, people having dinner. Yeah, that would be good. You know, you how how bad could a movie about a Dutch family having dinner be? Well, maybe we'll see in the next episode. Yeah, maybe we'll see. <laughs> um, so they're in Central Park. They they get they get mugged. You get the problematic representation of a black gang. Yep. Who basically yeah want to rob them? There's yeah. a good joke of like we're from Holland, and the guy's like, "Where's Holland?" And then the other guy's like, "Man, it's in the Bronx because there's yeah. Holland Ave in the Bronx," which I thought was funny. Yeah. That's a really New York geography joke. <laughs> Which probably a lot of the Dutch audience didn't get no. watching the movie. Yeah, no, that is a good point. And I think even a lot of Dutch people don't know that the the word Bronx is derived from a Dutch family name, Bronx. Bronx, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Yankees, yeah, most Yankees. Know there's, that. there's this uh, whole Harlem, Harlem. Yeah. All of New York City is really derived from uh. because God forbid you don't know that. New York City used to be New Amsterdam, <laughs> and then the Dutch sold it because they oh, wanted I, an island in Indonesia so that they I, could have nutmeg and cinnamon. And oh. um, well, I don't know. There's like books about it or something. They get their ass kicked. Well, no. So they they they're not getting robbed. It's that they see a guy getting beat up in Central Park, yeah. and they go and rescue him because Johnny, again, a chivalrous, well meant, misunderstood guy, mm. like. Hey, what are you doing? You can't beat that guy up. Are you saying he's a hero instead of being an asocial type of guy? Johnny is a total hero. Uh, and, you know, I think that, 
I think that this is a problem in the Netherlands is you don't recognize your heroes or you don't see that, you know what, that guy, he's actually a good guy. Uh, but he doesn't conform, he doesn't do maar gewoon. Yeah, okay. So do you think this movie is trying to teach the Dutch public something in that regard? I think Dick Moss is trying to tell people like, hey, don't be so stuck up. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. Be more expressive. In America, you can be more expressive. Well, not necessarily only in America. I think he's just trying to say the Flora family... Um, if you would judge this book by its cover, you would think they're asocial, and there are in a lot of ways, but they're also probably more humane than a lot of the people who would think themselves like great citizens. Have you seen the Beverly Hillbillies? No. Was a TV show, forty fifties, uh, maybe into the sixties, where. <laughs> About a man. Anyway, there's a wonderful theme song. But basically, hillbillies find oil on their land. Guy from the bank says, Hey, we're going to give you a million bucks. They go, they buy a house in Hollywood. They get up to all kinds of antics. It's very similar here. Even the daughter is like blonde and voluptuous. There's a granny, and the granny's, you know, like Civil War Confederate style. Okay, there's issues with race. In the first Florida movie, there's also a grandpa. Okay. Yeah, so... For some reason, they left him out in this movie. But it's the same kind of thing of, like, misunderstood, simple folk, meaning well, get up to antics, don't understand why you have to use this fork to eat this thing, blah 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 Great series, watched it all the time as a kid. My dad was a big fan. Sounds very similar, yeah. It, yeah. it is. Probably uh, an inspiration for Flutter. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Dick Moss was a big fan of Jed Clampett. Anyway, so um, they're saving this guy. Yeah. They beat up these three African-American mm-hmm. fellas, like, with ease. Like, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Um, which I also thought was very funny. Yeah, um, you wouldn't expect it. No, not at all. I was sniffing right into the microphone. People love that. Um, I'm really losing steam. So the guy... Wants to thank them. Yeah. And this, so he invites them over to his place? He is, he is now deceased. His name is John Polito, American character actor. He was in tons of little roles. I knew him best from this movie Bushwhacked from 1996 okay. where Daniel Stern rescue is like kind of on the run from a law and gets taken in by a group of Boy Scouts. And John Polito plays like the bad guy. Okay, he's, he seems like a typical bad guy. I don't think I've seen him in other movies, as far as I know. It's, it's the only thing I know him from. But uh-huh. I saw him, I was like, I know that guy. Uh-huh. Um, and he takes them to... <laughs> Basically a, a nightclub, a strip club. Which is named... The Moulin Rouge. Which, again, is like, why does it need a French name? Like, Yeah, I didn't really get that, no. The joke, though, the Moulin Rouge has a windmill. Yeah. This club has a windmill. And They're it's Dutch. a typical Dutch thing. Johnny says yeah. something like, oh, we Dutch, we know everything about windmills. Yeah, but that joke that really doesn't work, right? Because it's the Moulin Rouge and it has nothing to do with Dutch culture. It's just well, you happens think to be a windmill. Maybe he's like actually trying to say, we're Dutch, we know everything about brothels. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but Judging from the rest of the movie, he should have just said that, if that's what he means. He's not a guy to mince words. They get there. He gives them all drinks. They find out this is his spot. It looks a little down on its luck and needs no. a fresh coat of paint. It's not too crowded. And the woman working her magic on the stage appears to be his wife. Is his wife, yeah. They all get beers. Yeah. And I couldn't... I was Johnny trying, likes the wife. 
Johnny does like the wife. Yeah, yeah she looks good. Uh, she is way too attractive for John Polito's character, but he has a good heart. Like, he really does have a good heart. And then he goes to Johnny, hey, you want to make a deal? You know, let's be business partners. I have an offer you can't refuse. Yes, Those he does make the words. godfather. Yeah, wow. Um, Reference, wow. And then it's kind of like a montage of them fixing up the place with fresh coat of paint and blah de blah And daughter case is kind of taught how to be a burlesque dancer. Yeah. That's a big thing that happens. She wears an orange dress, which I thought was funny. Oh, I actually didn't catch the joke, the orange symbolism there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because orange is the color of... The Netherlands. Yeah. The Netherlands, the royal the family. Royal family. Yeah. yeah. It all seems old hat, but you know, our lis- yeah, listeners they, might they not they know. It's like, no, why is true. the Dutch team orange and yeah. not red, white, and blue? Um, they're on the roof, and this is kind of s- sun case. has yeah. a bit of a role here. It's like, what's this thing on the roof? And it's an old water tower. And earlier in the movie, they had made some joke that like gas was super cheap in America, yeah. and it's like one third of the price. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't tell if they were just couldn't make the conversion from liters to gallon. Um, they catch that because it's no. about roughly three liters is in a gallon. They say, I, I, they say something like, "Look what you can get for ten dollars," which is also a weird thing to say for them, because why would they be all up on the the conversion rate? I don't buy that. Yeah, that part was a bit clunky. Wow. But it'll come in later because, well, Suncase winds up siphoning gas from everyone's cars and yeah. putting it into the water tower because he's like, I'm going to bring this back to Holland. I'm going to make so much money. Wow. And Johnny has to crush his dreams. <laughs> How are you going to bring this back, <laughs> you idiot? In your hand luggage. Yeah, okay. So that the, the club opens up in this new Dutch-themed Style, style and daughter cases the new yeah. star yeah well uh, their first client the first guy coming there they recognize him i know that you recognized him <laughs> because i know who he is yeah big pussy bump and Shero from the sopranos he is a classic italian american actor yeah he and he was like in all he's in goodfellas of, yeah but he was in like all of sopranos right uh, i will not give any spoilers Okay, so he obviously gets whacked. <laughs> Maybe who knows? <laughs> I thought that, I thought that was great. Oh, I was because I was waiting for this movie, and maybe like Dick Moss didn't have the money or didn't have the leverage or the connections. But I was just waiting for like a great cameo, mm-hmm. like someone like an Eddie Murphy or a Harold Ramis or a Bill Murray or any of the. Did you see that? Uh, apparently, one of the the Afro American guys in the park, it has been wrongly attributed to being Eddie Murphy, one of them. Not not on the, the actual credits, but people thought that after seeing the movie, which is wild to me. Well, that is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when, is it before? Or, so there's, oh no, it's after, so the club reopens and it's a no. big hit because Daughter Case is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ma, or one of the sons, like the younger son that doesn't have any dialogue, mm-hmm. he's in the kitchen and he's cooking up bitter balling for everyone. Yeah. Which we should now mention is like the, the pinnacle of Dutch cuisine. It is, yeah, I would say it is the. It's a bowl after hot. after a block of gouda kaas, no, gouda before. cheese. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. And it, what is it? explain it to the people? Um, 
I guess it's a ragu. Um, in um, a fr- fried ragu in um, in a bowl of breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Paneer yeah. meal. Yeah. Yeah. To all my American listeners, if I the way I explain the taste of a bitterballon is it tastes like on Thanksgiving where you got your mashed potatoes, your turkey, your ham, your stuffing, and you kind of mix it all together on the plate with all the gravy, and then you take a bite. Bitterballon tastes like that, but deep fried. Okay. Wow. So you should try this sometime. You should try a full Thanksgiving yeah. dinner sometime. Actually, they should so serve bitterballon. I, th- I think why, why it's so great and why Dutch people love it is that it's crunchy and soft. It's always too hot. You burn your fucking I thought they were going to make that joke, though, because they come out and Ma, Ma Flaughter is like to John Polito's character, whose name is Larry Rosenbaum, we should say. Mm. Larry, yeah. He's the club owner. And she offers him one. And I thought he was going to take a bite and they were going to make the joke that yeah. they are always molten lava hot. Yeah, they are. But they don't. No. They do not go for that joke. Missed opportunity yeah. there. And, okay, so now we get a little bit. So we get the son. We see him. He's in there making bitterballon. And then the youngest daughter is out on the bar floor serving drinks. Mm-hmm. And some fucking sleazeball, like, grabs her and puts, him on, puts her on his lap. Like, hey, come here, baby. And she's, like, 12, yeah, 14 yeah. or something. And she just pulls out a knife <laughs> and, like, fucking threatens <laughs> to stab him. Which is nice because she managed to buy a new knife. In, or steel, probably. Yeah, I mean, because they took In New York knife. within a week. <laughs> Where did she get the knife? I don't know. Yeah. But she stood up for herself. Good for her. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. That was a gross joke. She doesn't need a savior. That was such a gross <laughs> joke. Um, and that's, that's it. Like, the nightclub is a success yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I think at some point you see that John Polito's wife, or Larry Rosenbaum's character's wife, is really interested in Johnny as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, we get it. And then moving forward, yeah. Where, where's Shock? Where's Shock? Where's Shock in all this? Um, he probably he gets hit by a car. He gets hit by a because car because he sees them. He sees them, yeah. And then he gets At to the, the hospital. Station. He gets in the hospital. Yeah, true. Um, and then his uh, his friends think he's about to die, but they uh, he only has a concussion, I think. Um, and then <laughs> this is also. A really weird scene where his bat is being pushed a little bit. So yeah, now his bat it, it, it kind of rolls away. It rolls away, and so it's in a different position. And then a doctor asks a nurse in the hospital, "Where is this and this patient?" And she says, "Well, he's right by the lift." And then he watches it, and he sees the guy in the bat. He doesn't check for one. There's no. Moment. There's no. He he doesn't have a chart on him. Nothing. No. He's just like, "Up, oh, okay, Mister." Johnson from Texas. Let's go. And Jacques is unconscious and he gets brought up to the operating room. And you don't know what's going to happen. No, but but you start to have a feeling. (laughs) He has a transgender surgery. So they cut off his genitalia, his male genitalia. Mm -hmm. Poor Jacques. That is so cruel and so gross and so transphobic. Yeah. And it's it's not even played out that well in the movie. Like they don't, they only like they try to uh, introduce it as a comedic aspect. But all you see is him lifting his blanket, looking down, and being like, 
oh no, <laughs> what happened here? That's about the length that they take it to. He doesn't scream or anything. And then like, I thought it was kind of endearing when the American representation who kind of handled this cultural exchange of no. the families, they come in like to see Jacques and then basically say, Oh, now we know why you were so nervous about coming here and like all these things. Like, oh, you totally support you. They're yeah, totally supportive, yeah. you know, like it's not man, about being woman, man, whatever. Woman, it's about being human. human. Yeah. I thought that was nice. Like, yeah. I, maybe Dick Ma saying, like, okay, Americans aren't narrow minded or something. Yeah. But that's kind of the end of the story for Jacques there. Yeah. He basically gets on the plane home and. And he reads the Playgirl. The final joke of the movie is yeah. what are you reading there, Jackie? Playgirl. Ha 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 ha. I really didn't get the joke. Well, now he's like into guys. Yeah, that, that's what they're trying to say. Yeah, that doesn't just, make any that's sense. That's a really st- stupid, cheap joke. Wow, wow. That I could have, I could have done without all of Jacques' storyline, except for the "put your dick in a dike" yeah. joke. <laughs> and they could have done that when uh, the Flutter family was in jail. Oh yeah. The, okay. So yeah, the Flutter family basically get uh, there's like a car chase because the guys from the park see. Uh, oh well. Because they see brother case or son case mm. watching four African American girls play basketball, and then he imagines them to be totally naked, and yeah. then they are, and then they are. That scene goes on way too long. It's gratuitous. <laughs> they go back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth, and then at some point he's there too. Yeah. And then I thought when he was going to pop up, he was going to be naked as well, and then at least we nope. get a little bit. No. Of course, he's a man. He's clothed. I think he still wears his hat, even. <laughs> yeah, he, and they're they're loving up on him. And, well, this is a fantasy, of course. Then the three African-American guys who they confront in the park mm-hmm. see Brother Case. They start chasing him. Shawnee uh, um, tries to rescue him, so they go after him in the car. There's a car chase. Yeah, it's super sped up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is nice for Dick Mas, though, to have a car chase in New York. If I, I if, wonder if he, he if was you're going to have himself. an American, you got to have a car chase. No, yeah, no. they run into the hot dog guy again, like no. and they ruin his cart for a second time. No. Okay, great callback. No. They interrupt an aerobics course, so um, they get arrested though. Yeah, after they the get car arrested. Chase. So the whole family goes to jail, um, and I mean they're only in jail for what is probably like an hour, maybe even less before. They are being searched, and one of the guys finds a business card. Well, one of the policemen finds a business card, and the business card is... They never show it, but I presume it's a business card of the president's son. Yeah, because I think he gives it to daughter case, Yeah, and the cop even makes a joke like, oh, yeah, I searched him, oh, yeah, searched so, the yeah. girl real well, too. Yeah. Fucking slime ball. Yeah. 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 Um, so they call him, Yeah, and he gets them out of jail, the president's son does. Uh, he meets them in front of the jail. And then, then he wants a little quid pro quo. Yeah. Because I just watched Silence of the Lambs this week. He wants a little quid pro quo. And then this is where we referenced it earlier. This is where Johnny pimps out his yeah. sister for like five grand. Yeah, for a lot. Yeah. I think they start with like $100 and it gets and up. Johnny to really jacks him <laughs> up to five grand, yeah. which like in inflation terms is like 30 yeah. grand. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then what? They she goes on the date. They ask, yeah. "Hey, how was it?" And she's like, "I didn't understand anything he, he was saying except for some Italian word about uh, fellatio." No. Yeah, he no, he says uh, he kept on talking about his friend that was all, all uh, also going to come by 
something like Fellatio. It's Italian friend, Fellatio. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I have enough dealing with you. I don't need your friend as well. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny makes a good like, oh, it's good not to go too far on the first date. Uh, Again, loving brother. Mm-hmm. She knows he, she can take care of herself. Uh, and then, as long uh, as he gets 5K. And then you start to really see her stand up for herself in this, like, we have the nightclub again. They do another night. Everyone's talking about, oh, no. More importantly, there's this scene of the White House. All of a sudden, the camera cuts. You don't know that this guy is the president's son. And then all of a sudden, there's a cut, and you have, like, a shot of the White House that zooms in. No. And it's the president talking with his advisor who is saying... Basically saying your son is at it again, and he's uh, he's in love with a stripper. That's basically the the gist of it. Yeah, it, the president she, does ask, is she at least white? Yeah, is she a Democrat? It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> She's Dutch. Yeah. So there, uh, a lot of Dutch stereotypes um, are being mentioned here. Tulips, tulips, uh, cheese, cheese. Um, he thinks. Uh, Copenhagen is the capital of the Netherlands, or even maybe maybe the other way around. <laughs> the no, Netherlands he's like, is yeah, Copenhagen. I've been to the Netherlands. I've been to Copenhagen. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Often heard mistake. It is, and I mean, to be fair, Copenhagen and Amsterdam, as much as people want to say they're similar, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Copenhagen cyclists follow the rules. Amsterdam, it's getting better, but it's still a bit of the wild west, yeah. Yeah. and one's more expensive than the other. Anyway, so now the president is on a mission to kind of investigate this girl and convince her to not marry his son because it'll ruin yeah. his career. Really weird, right? That a president would go on his own investigation. Yeah. He just puts on a he, big he, fake beard. He looks like someone from ZZ Top with the yeah. beard and sunglasses. And we're back at the bar. Johnny goes and has sex with Larry Rosenbaum's wife. Yep. Larry Get catches him. They get caught. Yeah. We get a great scene with um, Daughter Case, who sings a beautiful True. song, which yeah. is on the soundtrack. She doesn't want to be a stripper anymore. No, she oh. she has an American dream, yeah. and she wants to be more. Yeah. And everyone's yelling at her like, oh, show us your tits, take off your clothes. She doesn't. And she does not. No. She's, she holds strong. Yeah. The president is there. They think this is not too bad, right? <laughs> Yeah, and then he goes into the dressing room and he's trying to talk to her and of course she doesn't understand and uh-huh. the place gets raided by the cops yeah. and they find like the president, you know, with a naked Dutch girl basically. Yeah. One scene I do want to say, I do want to draw attention to because this has happened to me in several bars in Amsterdam over okay. my time. Some fella in 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 Amsterdam, I guess most traditional kind of more brown cafes, which would be your old school style bar, every now and then on a Friday, Saturday, they'll make this whole bitter granature kind yeah. of mixed fried platter plate. And sometimes they walk it around, the bar staff do, and everyone just gets, you know, take a bitter ball or a no. freaking doll. And sometimes it gets to your table, you're at the end of the line, and they just say, eh, that's for you. And this happens, some fella winds up with a whole platter yeah. of bitterballin, and he's just eating the whole thing. He's really diving in. He loves it. Oh. And he throws up everywhere, yep. of course. But I have been in that position where that platter really? lands at my table. And did he throw up? No, I have self-control. You know? <laughs> oh, 
Frikandel. <laughs> and, and like, there's like a sweet spot for these snacks, like a cold Frikandel. Yeah. Or a cold it. bitter ball is not good. I would even say a warm Frikandel is not good. But yeah. Okay. No, no, like it needs to be just below molten no. hot. No. True. But yeah, I've been there, Cafe Tyson. I think maybe because we knew them a little bit, or like we knew that some of the bartenders, that they were just like, yeah, cool. Have you can this, take this. this. Yeah, really nice. They r- apparently did not see Flora in America because they do not want to clean all your mess. Especially not in that bathroom at Dyson, which is the size of, it's like the smallest <laughs> bathroom ever. And there's two. You can fit it up with bitter baller. Okay. So great scene. <laughs> great scene. Great scene. Been there. Yeah. So that's, I think that about wraps up the plot. That's, that's pretty much the yeah. movie. Like, So they were supposed to go there for the ex- exchange for a full year. Obviously, they never get to the actual house they were supposed to live in in Connecticut. Um, they get sent back. Well, we can guess why. Uh, Shaki goes back with them. And that's basically the end of the exchange. Um, that's the movie. That's the movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so are you ready for our segment... Dutch curse words. Okay, here we are. Dutch curse words. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, so did you catch any 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 stuff that you didn't hear yet or didn't know yet? Not off the top of my head. I think I think she drops a moth case. Moth case, yeah, yeah. Rucker? No. Hebben ze een lot oude rucker en stelletje rukkers? Okay, so what's that? Uh, jack off. Jack off. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stelletje Ruckers is a, a couple, bunch of jag- A couple jag- of Jagoffs. <laughs> yeah. And our Rucker is. In old, old Jagoff. Okay. Okay. And then you have a really beautiful one. Schorri Mori. No. Yeah. Uh, which basically means dogs or yeah, low lives. Da, scum. Yeah. Scum. Yeah. Schorri Mori. It's great, right? Okay. That's good. Yeah. I think th- those were the, the ones that struck me. Uh, and we have already talked about a bunch of the. Like word jokes they make, um, the flat tire being one of them, the flat band. Yeah. You also have, I sat fast in traffic. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was I good. Was yeah. I was traffic, stuck in traffic. I was stuck in traffic, yeah. Yeah, Shaki, like, Shaki speaks English, but he has a lot. He has a lot of those things. But I sit very in problems. I'm in deep trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing about the, the band and the fast is like, you could say like, the band of a tire, like it's not the most common way to say it in English, but it is the same word. And then I was stuck fast in traffic. Yeah. Like like to fasten, to be stuck. It also is the same word. So I don't know if Dick Moss is trying to play a little bit like, hey, dummy, it's the same word. Yeah, maybe. But he's clearly making a joke for a Dutch audience, Dick Moss is. Yeah, okay. So I can see this. I get to watch this movie yeah. from multiple levels. <laughs> Yeah, you're the ideal person to watch this movie. So I'm thinking. Okay, so there's another. Wait, do we get the? Okay, so that was. There's the Dutch another curse cam- word. Okay. Uh, there's also a cameo I want to mention because we'll probably talk about this piece of Dutch culture in a later episode. Wait, do we not have a? Does Greg know Dutch? Oh, you want a Dutch? Okay, uh, I have one. Vrouwenoverschot. Overschot. Uh-huh. Not to be confused with ovenschotel. Vrouwenoverschotel, <laughs> which would mean right, a so, dish of women. Yeah, so we got okay. woman. Mm-hmm. Vrouwen. Women. women. Yeah. yeah. Over, which means over. And how do you... Schot. 
Schholt. S-C-H-O-T. S-C-H-O-T. Which is Scotland. Schholt. Schotland. Schholt can also be, yeah. You're gesturing. Okay, I'm gesturing, yeah. This is an audio (laughs) medium. All right, what is it? Um, An overschot. It means uh, if there's too much of anything. um, Vrouwen overschot, there's a... uh, I'm really bad at thinking of the English term now. An abundance? An abundance of women. And when does that come in the Shonik mentions it a few times to his brother case that we should go to the States because there are a bunch of women there. There's a vrouwen overschot. I have no idea if this is based in reality. No, I think the population is about even. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would assume so. It's not like a lie-in or something. But he, I think it's one of the first things he mentions in the movie, when they're still at their home, packing their bags. It's like, but why, Case asks, why do you have to go to America? It's like, you'll love it there. There's a vrouwen overschot. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Johnny. Okay, you know no. maybe I wish he would have found a nice American girl. Maybe that happens in Flutter no. Three. No, you know. I mean he he messed around with the the boss's wife. Can we see a remake of this with our buddy Anik van der Velde? Where we, I think we, we should, should see a contemporary remake. Of yeah, this. but okay, but in general, I think comedies now have a problem, right? Like a, what's well, wrong there? What's well, wrong with them? I think a lot of the jokes and laughs from this movie could not be made in a similar fashion in this day and age. Yeah, okay, all the sexual... It's so... It's the racism, all stereotypes. All the stereotypes. Yeah. I think there are stereotypes you could lean into more yeah. instead of only relying on black people and women as the butt of all jokes or yeah. transgenders. Well, and to be fair, the movie does not rely on those jokes. No, and I think the movie really excels when Dick Moss plays into the very simple but smart word and kind of cultural crossover jokes. Yeah, like those sure. are those are smart, they're hard to fit in, and he's relying on the audience to know enough to get that joke. And it's really specific for this movie. Yes, it is. There's not a lot of movies that have, have this as a theme. Not that I have seen. No. This movie made me so happy. Cause nice. I think people are going to start to learn that I don't have the best uh let's say idea of dutch cinema okay i don't think it's the best that's but why this we're movie doing this. is starting but to this convince movie you. gave me so much hope for wow. all his other movies great problematic as they may be it's funny it's well directed yeah. it's well acted we should definitely mention it's well directed totally agree. the music's yeah. good yeah he's good it works yeah. what so what's this cameo you want to mention okay so sinterklaas the dutch version of talk about a shitty fucking movie <laughs> he made that movie as well did dick moss do sint yeah okay yeah that movie one of his more sucks. recent okay yeah well he, apparently he lost it that is one of the worst <laughs> that was like that was one of the few movies where you watch it's like was this a waste of time yeah okay. that was a waste of time. we will probably not get around to watching sint for the podcast but maybe we will but the joke is that johnny no Ho- hoops do will play yeah. sint in sint yeah, okay. Hoopstapel, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but also the oh. guy, the Dutch ambassador, which is in the movie at the end, yeah. he arranges yeah. a deal how they can get back without being prosecuted, I guess, in the States. Yeah. He used to play Sinterklaas like, when I was growing up. On the TV. On the TV. Like on he was, and, and he would actually arrive as Sinterklaas. And, yeah. He yeah. was the guy. Okay. Yeah. Does he also play Sint in like... A in a movie? In like Hollis's Lifta, maybe? or No, no, no. That's one of the Yiskafet guys. 
Yeah, I thought I knew that that guy was famous from something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, sh- shout out to him, Bram good. van der Vlug. Yeah, and um, okay, you can have the first word here. Do you think? I think I know the answer. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this movie gives a good representation of Dutch culture for an international audience? Um, no, not necessarily of Dutch culture, but I think the way that they um, juxtapose it to the American culture does give you a general idea of what the Dutch think of themselves and, more importantly, how they think the rest of the world see them. Fair. Fair. No. I think that... For a movie that's so direct and plays on some, like... I don't want to say easy jokes, but it, it really sort of plays on punchlines. I think some of the social commentary that is in there is actually like quite good. Like, yeah, I 100% am with you. I already said this movie rules. Yeah. I love it. I want to see Flutter 1. I want to see Flutter 3. I want to watch the series. So Flo- the series, growing up, the series was on all the time on television. I was think it- they had this bad deal... Um, uh, when they made it and for some reason I think all networks were were allowed to play it for uh, without paying a lot of money something like this I can probably even find this at work I'm not going to say where I work uh-huh. it'll come up sometime but even at work this this should be yeah. we should be promoting this 24-7 yeah. Yeah. it's great I learned a lot I think you can learn a lot I think it requires and for our Dutch audience, it's better than you have in your memory because people will know this movie from growing up. Oh, I got, I got. We both got lots of warnings, like, "Oh, really? You're gonna watch yeah, that?" Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like ten Pe- minutes in, I was like, "This is great. Pe- <laughs> I'm enjoying people, myself." It's on Video Land. Yeah. You know, I'll give you my password. I just got a well, no, way better. It's on YouTube. It, it's on YouTube like in full. In full. Is there nudity in you on the YouTube? Yeah. No one has reported it for nudity. <laughs> I was because I thought you were going to watch it on yeah. YouTube. I was like, "Oh, Eric's going to get some like censored version, nope. Nope. where they nope. cut out the basketball scene." No, they don't. Okay, nope. it's on YouTube. Yeah, people, it requires some knowledge of Dutch culture. You're, but if you give it a little, you're going to get a lot more out of it. It's very true. Flutter in America, Dick Moss, 1992. I'm Eric. I'm Greg, and this was the second episode Dutch Film Podcast. Bye. Bye.